So guys, we're back again. Uh, this time we're post game. We all just fresh off of a Leafs victory over the Oilers. Awesome. Um, Finally. Yeah, yeah, that was well overdue. Uh, yep. Last game, or last, I should say, last game, last podcast, we got into a fairly, uh, I won't say heated discussion. But Carly got a bit wound up over a whole cross checking issue and players being dirty and unnecessarily dirty and. You still feel the same way, Carly? I do. Now you see why. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask a quick question there. I'm just going to pop this up for our, our viewers. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any explanation. Oh, available, my gosh. Our backroom back staff at, at DSC <laughs> did some digging for us. And we're not going to say where this came from or how it got to in our hands, but it's some file footage. And do you recognize the girl in the gray helmet? I uh, most certainly do. Okay. Can, can, can you outline <laughs> for us who that girl might be? It's definitely not me. Um, for oh, sure. nice. Like literally maybe 18. No, how old would I have been? I was under 20, the league I played in. So I would have been probably 18 or 19 at the time. And I believe that was a team from Marystown, actually. Where is that? The Bay Arena? No, it's actually in Whitburn, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's Whitburn. Yeah. Look at the curling yeah, rings. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think it is. If I remember correctly, it was in Whitburn. Yeah, and we were. It was just a really dirty game. It was a. It was a tournament, and uh, yeah, this girl was just getting at me all game, and I just eventually, if you can see, like both pitchers there. At one point, there was two of them, <laughs> <laughs> and then one of one of the girls came over to give me a hand there in the bottom, as you can see. But um, yeah, I don't even think I had a penalty <laughs> if I remember. Nice. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> Bending the rules. So, anyway, here we are again. Pot calling the kettle yeah, black, as they I'm say. Sorry, I know yeah. I was a little dirty back then. I would never do that now. Just, just to say. Big thanks <laughs> to the backroom staff disclaimer. for digging that out for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. Uh, so I guess our segue into uh, podcast episode two, Deep Snipe Sally. I'd like to welcome again your host, Kylie Murren, Chad Newman, and myself, Ryan Gates. Um, so far, we're including our pilot i guess this is our third one really and uh mm -hmm. been well received by the people who are viewing so we're happy about that we're going to keep it rolling um trying something a little different like we said tonight we're uh, we're hot off of uh hot off the leafs win i literally just turned off the tv myself they're still doing a post game if i'm not mistaken they're interviewing players and coaches as we speak so yep, uh, we, we may miss a few things who knows but in any case we'll uh, we're going to break down the game as we've seen it while while emotions are still running high um I uh, personally wasn't uh, overly impressed in the first period by how they came out. It felt very, uh, yeah, and very last year. I'm like, this has been done. These slow starts mm -hmm. been done. So uh, not really cool. I, I, I will I will admit it didn't last a whole period, which is uh, which is nice to see. And uh, they were able to keep the, the goal differential even anyway. So the last the last five minutes there, they had a couple of good. Good pressure plays, kept it in the offensive zone, cycled the puck. I was like, okay, because I, I I don't know how damaged I am. I get so I get so ready to throw in a towel way too early on this team. I but, was honestly debating uh, going to bed after the first period because I was just I was ready to give up myself. And then I realized, no, you know, don't do it. Not tonight. I'm glad I didn't because it ended up being a good good result. So yeah, it's a good game. Like it ended up being definitely getting your money's worth at the end of it like it was uh it just really picked up somewhere in a second 
just uh, yeah, I gotta say it was a really good answer to uh, the last boring game where it was just tight up the middle and just flat. I want to say about how how excellent Freddie played. Freddie was on fire. He's the one who kept the boys in the game tonight. I really want to say that. Um, Did they announce the three stars? If anyone caught that, I wonder if Freddie was the number one. Yeah, if he wasn't, he should have been. The game could have gotten out of hand in a hurry. 100%. Freddie was on fire tonight. Props to Freddie. I know he doesn't, he gets a lot of love, but a lot of, here lately, I feel like he gets a lot of heat. So, yeah, I just want to put that out there that. Nice, solid. That that game was that game was thanks to Freddie for sure. He kept us in there. It seemed like to me my takeaway from it. It seemed to me like uh, I was looking at the stats. I got them here in front of me. Uh, faceoff percentage was fifty six to forty four in favor of the Leafs. Obviously, we won a lot of draws, but I yeah. found not that that, that that we won the draws. It's the fact that the key draws that we won. They, they, we won a lot of a lot of a lot of defensive zone draws. John yep. Tavares. I don't know what his personal percentage was, but it seemed like he beat McDavid every time he went up against him. Oh, big yeah. time. Um, that was my first takeaway again because I'm I'm obsessed with Tavares. Uh, my other takeaway again is my <laughs> my dark horse this season, which was Kerfoot. I thought Kerfoot was it's, it's the best Amazing. game I've seen Kerfoot play. Kerfoot nah, he's was... leveled up and this year he's leveled up big time. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he's doing really well. I gotta say. Yeah, he's I mean, fire like, out there like he's giving her all the time. Well, Especially aggr- this well this past game for sure. You know. Yeah, aggressive on the puck. Uh, He's skating hard. He's pumping you. Like, I don't know. He, he looks like a different player this year. He looks faster to me too. I mean, yeah. which I think is probably ridiculous because he was, a fa- he was a fast player anyway, yeah. but I don't think he was putting himself in the position to, to, to use his speed to his advantage last year, if that makes sense. But so now this year, handle. Yeah. yeah. Especially like on the, you know, I feel like with, with Kapanen gone, maybe he feels like he got to be the fast guy, even though we have McKay about that. True. Yeah. That was, with the few notes that I did write tonight, I don't know how many times I wrote McKayev's name. He was so impressive tonight. So got to start going in soon. Yeah, it got to start going. Something death and and shorthanded, and it's got to yep. be a shorty. It's got to be. <laughs> it just pulls away from everybody. Any chance, he's, and he's gone. He's amazing. Like yes, McDavid's fast, but there's just something with McKayev when he gets going. Yeah, he got some wheels. Mm. Yeah, that was my only knock on Friday tonight was to shorthand the goal. I mean, oh God! Uh, he, I I got road hair that he he messed that up. Yeah, yeah he, he misplayed <laughs> the puck, and then he yeah. left. Well, the five hole you could have drove a minivan through the five hole. You know God, what I mean? Like it wasn't even. Hole. It wasn't. There was nothing butterfly about it. It was. It was no. London Bridge, right? So, anyway, um, that was it. That was his only misplay of the game. Other than that, I'm not going to hold that against him. Everyone's entitled to a, to a to a screw up. Certainly, goalies are under so much scrutiny. Yeah, and so he, much... he ended up redeeming himself. Yeah, no, I got no no real qualms with. But I, I thought I was going to after that. I thought, okay, here we go. Turn TSN turning point, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> TSN wasn't exactly in, in game form there either tonight. All the, the broadcasting <laughs> this year, I mean, they missed their preseason too, right? I don't think they did yet. Man, they got the name shagged up. And it, oh, I mean, it yeah. was, you know, not quite yeah. as bad as watching the Winnipeg game the other night where they kept referring to themselves as being back in Winnipeg. <laughs> but, uh, I, I noticed that too. But yeah. I mean, the, the broadcasting is it's pitiful. Uh, the only people oh, who look to be in, in, in form, oddly enough, this game uh, seemed to be the refs <laughs> in the first period. It seemed like they had their, their, their shit together, but for the most part, it was it was not not tidy on anybody's no. end. So, no, well, it was a it was a great, uh, great jump into the second. Uh, really, 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 re- I can't emphasize enough how many reallys I really liked that goal that VC scored. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah. Oh, 
Beauty. Earn. Yeah, they earned that one real big. I mean, oh, Ker Kerfoot they? gets the second assist, but obviously yeah. doesn't happen without his puck pursuit and rag and the puck. Um, Willie's yeah. softlessness and vision. And then uh, we see what with the finish, like no, no, just no, no like guesswork, that... right? Top, top shelf. Don't, don't fool around with it. Don't okay. shoot it into the crest. Shut top shelf where no one's yeah. getting it. And, uh, and I thought it was a beautiful play, which highlights for me something I think we should probably talk about. Because I mean, that's basically the game in a nutshell. After that, there was a couple of really nice tip plays on both sides. Tavares had a beauty. Uh, uh, McDavid had a beauty. Just before and, it, yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, Marner buries it I inconsequentially. It didn't matter, but yeah, had but... stats, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I really that... liked. I really like what Marner did though on that goal that, that JT tipped in. Like he he noticed that Hyman was right in the perfect spot, and he just waited and held it and held it. And I was just about to scream like, "What are you doing?" Because he was like, there was a uh, an Edmonton player, you know, just approaching him, and he just held it perfectly and flicked it at the perfect time. It was just perfect, like yeah. typical Marner. I loved it. Yeah, loved it was it. it was such a bang bang play too, typical of Tavares that I didn't even know Tavares got the goal. I thought it was Hyman. No, I wasn't right? sure either. It was perfect. So, like Tavares just stuck his stick right out at the perfect time. It was yep. TSN doing their doing their, their typical uh, McDavid love too. Uh, I mean, they're right before they're talking about how hard that is to do and everything else. I mean, McDavid was facing the shot. Tavares was skating across the crib, uh, <laughs> yeah, across the slot, right? right? So, anyway, no uh, hats off to the boys. They put together a good effort. But I think what we should run into with this game is 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 the missing pieces that we had. So obviously, uh, this is not new news. Uh, Thornton is out, uh, fractured rib, four weeks ish. Uh, yep. Matthews missed the game due to what they're saying upper body, and I'm hearing soreness. So we're hoping not shoulder, but possibly who knows. Um, so that's two key pieces. That's two guys off your top line. So uh, with the start that they had, I was ready to throw in the towel. I was like, okay, this is, this is crap. We, we're a one player team. I'm going home. I'm taking my yeah. dinkies. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but no, they uh, they look like a good team. And what I really liked with the sh with the shuffling, which I didn't when I looked at the lines early on, I happened to be chatting with Carly at the time, whereas we were doing a, just testing some some gear here. And uh, I mentioned to her, I was like, I do not like that second line. That is not a good no. second line. Uh, Kerfoot, Nylander, VC, not digging it, not feeling it. What are they thinking? And hands down, not even close. The best line that Leafs had tonight. I mean, every shift they they were all over. Willie. Yeah, uh, they were everywhere. They kind of he kind of spoofed a couple of plays. They highlighted that in the uh, yes, in the, in the they, he did. I mean, he they did, always do yeah. whenever Nylander messes up, even remotely, they they hit him like a ton of bricks. They but... love to just shit on Nylander. Couple, yeah. couple yeah. Now. yeah, those were a couple of kind of bad ones though. But yep. they weren't. Uh, one was you know, obviously worse than the other. Yeah, he wasn't his best tonight in, in a couple of those plays. But well, they tried to hang, they, they tried to hang the short hand, the short handed goal on Willie. I'm like, what are you doing, Buzz? I mean, no. like, I, I get that you don't like no. Nylander, but that short handed. That short on a goal. That was Freddie. That was Freddie like and was Riley, Freddy. and not even yeah. so much Riley, but it was Freddie. Just he just usually wrapped just, that around and, and panic done. and yeah. typical Freddie, and he just panicked and it yeah. was just. It so was, like was I didn't really like that in the broadcast. Again, uh, TSN, it's uh, it is what it is. You're gonna you're gonna get uh, yeah. some preseason jitters from those guys too. I didn't think that was that was fair on. But now the other the other one where uh, where Drysaddle blew the zone, and again it's, it's Leon Drysaddle. I mean. When 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 the Hart Trophy he's, winner skates yeah. past you, sometimes yeah, he's going to score a goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. yeah. So, yeah. kind of good does. at it. Yeah, yeah and and Nylander was leaning up ice 
because that's the way the play was supposed to be going. So I, I don't really, I'm not going to, I'm not going to crucify Nylander. I thought he had, otherwise had a great game. I thought he looked really, really good with, uh, well, he looks great with VCN. It seems like they got a little bit of chemistry going early. They do. And that's yeah, cool. Like, that's yeah, that's two like setups. They're, they're buddies. Yeah. I think yeah. they must be buddies or something off the ice or something. He got his own oh. hymen. Yeah, Ray Ferraro he does. is, is my yeah. Ray is one of my favorite broadcasters. They always love Ray, and uh, like he Ray he hit the nail on the head. He's like he's like Jimmy VC, you know, no dummy. When Elander got the puck, get open, <laughs> you know. And, <laughs> yeah, essentially. And uh, and VC's got that figured out early, and and look and it looks looks stellar. So that's the one thing I took away from it that okay, I was wrong. That's not the first time. That won't be the last. Uh, I really like that line. I liked it better than the top line. Uh, top line also got it done, mind you, in a big way. Right. But uh, I thought that that second line looked solid and complete the, the, the whole night. And that's a shock to me because I, I guess because my mind leads me to last year Kerfoot. And we don't have last year Kerfoot. We got this year Kerfoot and he looks better. Uh, new and improved. Oh, yeah. He looks like a second line center. Playing like and last year, last year, we were kind of unfairly looking at him as, okay, this is our new cadre. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's it wasn't true. fair to him, right? And no. but that's the way he was viewed is just coming back in that trade, and that's what we were all missing. Well, we Still were missing. so we were so unimpressed with Barry too that we kind of I feel like yeah, Kerfoot didn't get the greatest impression no. because of that. We were comparing him for sure. Oh, there's no question about that. So, what about you guys? Any any takeaways? Things that you liked or didn't like from the game? Anything that stood out to you? I mean, you've hit a few points, but anything else? Um, Engvall, um, I'm a big fan of Engvall and I'm kind of Same. disappointed how his years started. And when I saw him take that hooking penalty yeah, off the face off and I was, I, was like, like, mm. I was like, put him on the taxi, get him out of here. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Keith, like, it seemed like Keith was pissed off anyway. And I'm sure you're not helping your own case, but you know, then he, he did his own thing. He had a good game afterwards. And I mean, he I like seeing him up there playing I'm a big fan. Yeah, true. He did. Yeah. He had a good game. I, I do want to say something Brody. Those stick checks, those blocks, those getting down on his belly. I'm like, who are you? And thank you for coming to our team. <laughs> Is that good defense on the Leafs? That's awesome. Oh, yeah, it was that, weird. That doesn't happen. Leafs I'm glad, don't have that. I'm glad you mentioned that because it was on my tongue when I was watching the game oh, and it completely slipped God. my mind. Here, he looked fantastic. He looks stellar. He is, he is yeah. just, well, my uh, my stepson is, he plays defense and I keep trying to like show him Brody plays. I'm like, do this, do this. Oh, see how he got down on his stomach? Do that. Because it's just, it's it's simple, but it's amazing. Just play like TJ Brody, things. no problem, kid. Yeah, come on, you got this, you got this. <laughs> You're 11 years old, you can do it. <laughs> He's only 10, but. Sh- oh, 10, okay, well, 10, but he plays like an 11 year old. I like it. But just little things though you know because there was a situation in his game the other night where it was a two-on-one and i said in that situation i said you do what brody did last night and i showed him right that, cool. that's what i'm talking about yeah. <laughs> cover ice yeah cover Red ice. Eagle. that's great takes gus so like i said we uh on a night when we missed uh matthews and thornton we didn't really miss matthews and thornton so that's that's the no. good news worth mentioning like as I well i'm on the on the power play a little bit but. And I don't know, because like I said, my, my knock on the Leafs this year, my only knock is that the first power play unit doesn't look like the first power play unit, the second unit does. I really like I, I really liked I Tavares' power play unit. I just think Tavares' drive, and he's, he's just so dialed this year too, and he proved it on the tip. Um, yeah. I, I think that the second power play unit with Nylander and Tavares will score more goals than Matthews and Marner on the power play. That's my hot take. I will stick to that, and we'll see how it pans out if they don't change it up anyway mid mid season which i kind of have a funny feeling they will but uh no they're playing great that's uh 
Adam Brooks score. Thank you. Oh forgot. Yes. Yeah, How can yeah. we not mention that? Yeah, that's, that's um, your boy. That's that's, that's your my dude. guy. Uh, every every two or three years, I pick a guy. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, it was Jeremy Bracco. Uh, yeah. Never panned out for me, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, two years ago, I decided that Adam Brooks was my guy. I, I I followed him from the draft on up through. I really liked his junior career. I mean, they highlighted Mark that Ethic. after his goal. Oh, he's a dog, oh. right? Uh, he's yeah. obviously got some offensive flair. He's got that upside. Um, it wasn't exactly uh, you're right home to mom about goal tonight. It was going, you know, I kicked it in more or less, but <laughs> not yeah, officially, but we don't have a steal. But, uh, but yeah. no, um, the kid got his goal. I'm really happy for him. I, I really hope he gets an extended look here at some point because, to be honest with you, uh, the only time I was impressed with Barbanov since he came with us was during the blue and white game. I haven't seen anything. No. I thought he, looked, he had a couple a couple times tonight. He looked pretty good, but he's. Uh, I enjoyed. I was going to say not. I enjoyed his his forecheck tonight. It was. Uh, yeah. It was that, a couple times I noticed him going deep into the corners, like no regrets kind of thing, and you, you don't see players like William Nylander. <laughs> sorry, but <laughs> you don't see players like that like him do that. So I was, um, yeah, I was kind of impressed with his game tonight. I feel like he's kind of coming into himself finally. So hopefully, yep. hopefully he pans out. Yeah, hopefully so yeah. more the better um let me see here what i do want to say Ooh, did you yeah. guys see mitch marner taking like using his body tonight again i feel like he's finally starting to get a little bit braver in the corners and digging deep yeah, a bit man-sized around yeah he's finally yeah. maybe not so afraid well for sure I'm loving it i'm loving it comes with it and like how many game-winning goals has john Tavares had really though i would like to know i wonder is there an easy google search to find that out i wouldn't know exactly He's had where to look. way too many way too many oh uh, look it up i have a quick peek in the meantime um yep. let's talk about who our number one star of the game was Miss Kylie, it was ready. Exactly, that's my take as well. Mm -hmm. uh, even with the even with the bad goal. Yeah, even with the bad goal, he kept the team in it when, when it counted. He did. Yeah. He had, did. You see when they were there was one time they were digging in front of the net, and he just had his foot tight to the tight to the. Uh, oh my God, I can't think of the word. <laughs> tight post? to the edge of the yeah, tight to the post. My goodness, tight to the post and like. I think it was McDavid was just digging and digging and digging and he stood his ground and I'm like, finally, Freddie, I feel like October Freddie is no more. It's now November. Uh, he, he, he looked, he looked dialed tonight. Um, they mentioned that he had said that he feels like he's tracking the puck better. <laughs> it was, uh, I know no, commentators are what they are, but it was easy to see. So, uh, no, great. Uh, one notable thing about Fred. So it's nice win. He passes Curtis Joseph on the all-time wins list for the uh, for the Leafs. I got a little screen snippet here. I'll splash up for you guys. And we, can, we can talk about it and digest it and drool over it. You stand by Ooh. here one second. I really like it. Let's pop this baby on the screen here. The site I'm looking at has uh, 54 game winners, but I don't think it's updated. Wow, oh. that's still a lot, though. Hey. Oh. Oh yeah, big time. This uh, would have been pre tonight, so this would have been uh, 138 games before the game started. So 139 now is his wins and games played. Wow. I believe there's another loss tacked on that. I think it's probably 249. If you ever look at Potvin, 
again, 300 over over 100 more games played, and he's only got an extra over Freddie and our 41 wins or thir- 20. No, 21 no. wins. Holy cow! Yeah. yeah. 21, so 21 wins. I mean, we're talking we're talking serious serious uh, talent in, ten, in yeah in, in Felix Pavin. No doubt. I don't like yeah. to compare him to Johnny Bauer or Torque Broda. That's a different generation. That's different different, different hockey. Get different, get this man a cup, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. But uh, I thought that was worth worth flashing up there because man, yeah. what a player. Fourth most in, in Leafs history. That's, I mean, that's, that's big numbers. And like if you look at the like you said, the number of games, it's just that's talent. Well, he, he hasn't been a Leaf that long. Right? <laughs> let's be honest he, he's only just breaking in his pads so right. uh, well, I, I gotta i gotta agree with chad and say get this man a cup and then we can talk about and we it. can talk about who the greatest <laughs> of all that's time big is. numbers and to be respected i think because he's uh he was getting a little bit of disrespect there the first few games okay. yeah it's yeah, freddie man true. he's he's solid i don't know who exactly. you'd want there in his place seriously like possible honestly no there, who there's not very many goalies out there who you would say it's better than Freddie there's about anderson. 25 other teams out there who would give anything to have freddie anderson yeah God. especially I mean, when you can say that the leafs have shit defense or they're this or they're that so what makes us so good then freddie right anderson. yeah he steals games yeah 100 he's big he's cool he's calm and he's confident yeah he's good he's as just, good as he can get Oh, yeah, I wouldn't, there's not many I would I would take before him. Not many. I like it, guys. We uh, I think we've uh, we've talked about the Leafs more than enough. I think we covered just about everything and praised and wrong coming off a win. Yeah, exactly. This would have been a lot different mm-hmm. story if McDavid tips one in with five minutes left in third period and then we lose. Oh, the I was ready to have a panic attack those last five minutes, guys. Honest yeah. God. Yeah, yeah it was it was a rough. It was touch and go there for a bit. Yeah, I was not feeling a win either. Prior to the game, I was really feeling like, uh oh, missing, oh, missing two big Especially. players. I'm just not. I'm just not feeling it. And then with the start, I was like, oh god, oh god, I'm, my ESP yeah. is kicking in it again. Was, yeah, it was rocky. But uh, no, great game. Um, round of the league. There's uh, some notable stuff to talk about. What about the Caps and their COVID situation? We got uh, we got four big players out for the Caps right now. And, it's ridiculous. Yeah, four yeah. games each, isn't it? it? Is. The uh, the names I do believe. Let me see. I think I, have, I can't find. Anyway, it was Ovi. Obviously, is the is the, is the Samsonov, Ilya uh, Samsonov, Evgeny Knetsov, and Dmitry Orlov. So yeah, a lot of ofs all in the yeah. one hotel room apparently, and because of which, due to contact tracing, all are not allowed to play. Even though I think one of them is confirmed. One to have of a, them, yeah, one of them which, did end up having a confirmed case. Yeah. The, the fact that all of the all of them on the team doesn't have COVID nineteen amazes me. I mean, you know the, the the after well, the after game win, everyone coming together and tapping each other on the head and blowing in each other's faces and stuff. And I'm like, uh, how did they not all have this disease or virus? I should say. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and question. it was, I think, it was a hundred thousand dollar fine to the team as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It just, you... It's not really fair. I don't think. No, anyway. it's again. Uh, if if anything, if anything, if if there was rules put in place, well, the thing that the other players said. Uh, on all the teams as well as the caps they said that these rules were were preached to the team like explain in very this wouldn't like just pass it in a pamphlet and said re- review this we're going back playing hockey this was sat down yeah. seminar type here's what you can and cannot do it's exactly. for the health and safety at, of everybody and they broke the, the rules the day, 
I don't, exactly. know. I don't know. But to me, it takes away the human element. I mean, you're on the ice. These are the guys you're spending all your time with to do this. Um, you're coming back to do this sport at a pretty sketchy time anyway. And here you are. This is all you got now is your team. And you're all good. Dressing room, ice, everything like that. Outside, you're usually all friends and hanging out. You go out for dinner, a couple of drinks or something like that. No, now you just got to go back to a hotel room, sit down, be quiet. And like, I mean, of course you want to hang out and see your friends. I mean, that's yeah. all you got. And you see them all day long. You just want to sit down with them and spend uh, a little right. bit of time. I'm on, I'm on two minds about that because it's, it's, it's kind of like having your cake and eating it too, because the players were adamant yeah. that they didn't want to bubble up. They didn't want to go into the whole playoff bubble that they just came out of. Uh, they want to be able to spend time with their family and friends off, off the ice as well. Uh, so if you're going to want that then you best respect the rules on the other side as well that's my only yes. you know like you can't have you can't have it both ways they're so, sitting on a bench next to each other no masks on they're yeah. hugging each other yeah i don't know they knew going into it they knew they, going they could be six feet apart in a hotel room yeah. right they could wear masks in the hotel room nobody said exactly. what, what was going on but i did want to mention it's did the you rules. guys <laughs> did you guys see or did you read um what ov's wife said Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. Uh, okay, so it was kind of funny. And of course, it was kind of, I don't know. It was catty. Word? Sarcastic, we will say. Yeah, it was definitely catty. It had a lot of edge to it. Yeah. This was, this was translated, so it might be a little bit weird, but here goes. Um, she said, of course, only Russian players of Washington Capitals were together in the same hotel room. Of course, all of the other NHL players when playing away, separating themselves from their teammates, of course, you can't catch the virus when you and your teammates sit together or, uh, sorry, sit together on the bench, hug each other when they score a goal or when they are all together in the lounge or locker room. Players can't get infected when they are at the restaurants, supermarkets, malls, etc. Virus only works in a hotel room. The only one who came up with this rule, sorry, the one who came up with this rule obviously is very logical. By the way, both Alex Ovechkin and Dmitry Orlov have antibodies. Unfortunately, not everyone is competent in their antibodies value and properties. So like I said, it's a little bit wonky because of the translation, but um, yeah, so I'm not sure what she means by is clear. that. Yeah, but they have uh, antibodies. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but. Normally antibodies means, they, means that you've either had a had vaccine it? or they've had COVID. Usually, usually yeah. it means they've had COVID and they've right? built the antibodies to fight the virus, right? Um, I don't know if you guys seen the tweet from Ovi too, where uh, he said, I regret my choice to spend time together with my teammates in our hotel room and away from the locker room areas. I will learn from this experience. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty. Uh, Tongue yeah, in cheek. Pretty, yeah. yeah. With my teammates. And outside of the locker room. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I, I agree. A lot of the rules are pretty backwards and, and stupid, if you ask me. But I know I'm sure that they come from a reasoning of, of science or whatnot. But I, I, it's, it's just it's just all about limiting probability. You know, the, the less amount of time these guys spend together, the less amount of time there is chance of transmission. Um, you can be sure that the the league is is discouraging these post game celebrations where they're all up each other's shit too. But I mean, uh, there's probably no yeah. rule against it because it's on ice. Oh, nice practice. Yeah, right? it's, there's no different than a guy rooting in the corner with another guy, you know. No, no, I agree. So. But again, here we are. It's, it's 2020. Uh, yeah. If if I got to put up with a few uh, suspensions or fines or whatever to get to watch hockey, then the boys best get their proverbial poo in in line here. 
um, yeah, if it means not shutting down the season because of uh, everyone getting sick. So let's hope the players can get through it because this got to be insanely tough. Oh my God! All these games in such a short amount of time. Yeah, and I mean, in this environment, I mean, you have no fans. Yes, you know, you have no emotion too. in the building whatsoever, and then you got to go home and hang out in your hotel room and By not yourself. see anybody. Yeah, I they were talking about that. I'm not. I don't know if it was on Overdrive or Leafs Lunch or something. And that's what they're saying. If you notice, some of the the goal celebrations even are not as what how they used to be. And the guys are saying it's because there's no fans. There's we don't feel the need to celebrate. I suppose because you know give each other a high five, but that's about it. It's not yeah. the same, you know, atmosphere. So you know that got to affect get through the playing somewhat. Yeah. No selfies with the fans this year. No, you, well, you feed off off the atmosphere yeah. and the you know the emotion and everything else. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I think that 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 knocks the the COVID issue on the head. I think uh, some varying opinions and views on that. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. Just like cross checking, every time there's an infraction, it will be called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but talking yeah. about that though, talking about that. Um, She's not my done. boyfriend mentioned no no but my boyfriend <laughs> mentioned so I don't know if he only watches TV like he's not on Twitter or any of that stuff so we obviously heard it on TV but uh something about the reasoning that Matthews is out was because of those cross checks or was that just rumors? speculation I never heard speculation it. so that's what I'm wondering I haven't seen anything myself but he did mention something about that so I assume he they were probably just speculation maybe the guy shooting shit talking about could it be. But, could yeah be. so he could be sore still from that game so well, you don't I mean, get he, much rest. He, 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 I won't say he was injured on that play, but no, he was certainly hurt. But right? think about it. I mean, you so, know, you're going to be sore the next day. So, regardless yeah. of that what being said, if I had one, Matthew's training regime, two, his diet, three, his access to elite level uh, equipment and, and uh, training and professionals, I wouldn't be sore the next day. Sorry. I, I, these guys yeah. should be able to bounce back. Stamkos smashed his leg off, and he was off, off crutches in uh, what six yeah. weeks. It was, it was well, ridiculous. So, he was running. He was running in the pool on the treadmill with a broken leg. Right. Yeah, I'm like, so like I I, I kind of that's like when Matthews had COVID. They asked him what it was like. He's like, oh well, you know, it's it pretty bad. I couldn't work out for a couple of days. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> other people in the hospital can barely breathe, right? And you yeah. you had to sit on your couch for a couple of days. So these they guys are at an elite level. Use. When, when, they call when, Gla- whatever it is, Gla- Glassius, Matthew Glassius, Matthew, yeah. Austin Glassius, sorry. Yeah. No, uh, you got you to gotta think that when these guys sit out, it's, it's got to be for something actually. You hope it's necessary. Yeah. 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 I certainly when it's or, your star player. So Keith didn't seem so There's, interested to talk about it any further. He was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not concerned. And uh, I don't know, you know, his know, body I, language was kind of just whatever, you know, and then, shrug it off next. Matthew's uh, comments after the the Edmund, the first Edmonton game were were kind of sus too because he was talking about something to do with the pre scout report and how they shouldn't just fo- um, focus on two guys being I guess McDavid and Drysaitel like we have to w- focus on winning battles or whatever he said so I'm wondering was that like a dig at Keith and some people were even saying on Twitter that maybe they benched him I, I mean I can't there's, see there's that. a I know. I really you think would they would never not. bench. You would never bench Matthews. But I don't I mean, think Keith all, could ever do that. But I'm, for all we know, is apparently he was complaining also about um, Keith's practices being too hard. So, oh. mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm sorry if 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 your injury is caused by carrying around that wallet 
for 12 million cool. bucks yeah you know? and again, like, this could be all give me a BS. break come this do my job for a day right it could be because it's just crap that i've hopefully. read on twitter hopefully or this, i've heard you know i'm just keith isn't tortorella you know no yeah. no 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 speaking and of tortorella yes how about tortorella you want to yeah. talk about tortorella let's talk about uh, tortorella pierre luc dubois uh, Yarmo Kikalainen and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow, yes. what a mess of a franchise and organization. If this was a one off, I'd be like, okay, this is newsworthy. But for me, this is like, this is huge stuff. Like, players are mm-hmm. fleeing that franchise yearly. They can't get anyone Towards to resign. Scary. There. You can't no? tell me that that man is not scary. No, this is tough to play for, but he's also like one of the best people oh, away from the rink. A- He's yeah. right, but he's good at what he does. 100% oh, yeah. look but at he, his team. He doesn't talk, though. He just yells. You he know? Does, there's no... Like, That's if his you communication. Ever, I remember seeing a clip of him poking, uh, I think it was Pierre-Luc Dubois, like in the chest and screaming in his face and it was just like, wow, that's, almost, that's like traumatizing. There's accountability <laughs> and then there's like, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, come on now. There's pushing someone and then there's like, you know, torturing someone i guess i suppose you know well bullying that's an arcade is what they call it yeah I mean, not torturing but i guess uh, assaulting someone it's a form of bullying bullying yeah 100 percent, chad yep. yeah but uh but yeah so in 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 following this story i find it I, i'm again i find it one of those stories i just can't get enough of because there's so many dynamics to it you got uh yarmo kikalan in there who's a gm who's no nonsense guy right and he's got a coach who's also a no-nonsense guy but creates a lot of nonsense around him um and now you've got a player who's who's a budding superstar on a super cheap contract on purpose he made himself tradable um what do you do like for me if i'm kicking on and i'm like now who do i value more in this situation the coach or the player and and for me it's an easy choice i got i got to tell you i'm i john tortorella won a cup a million years ago and that's cool yeah i've done shit since right? honestly like, like, i mean dubois was in diapers then it's a new game it's a new era i'd i'd be looking awfully hard at my coach at this point but obviously they're, they're not at that point uh, everything seems to be leaning towards a trade happening they're talking about winnipeg being hot to trot i had someone message me today from the blog yeah. crowd who said they heard that they're looking at straight up line a line for for yeah. pure luke dubois right um makes a, a ton of sense fresh change of scenery but i guarantee you uh, patrick line i better be careful what he wishes for you think yeah, that he was hard on hard on dubois Whoa. that's what i'm thinking if if I that's a trade, like oh how bad line a wants out of winnipeg but my question is i don't think he would want to go to columbus knowing how bad do you want to be a first line forward in this situation yeah, i don't mm-hmm. and I you're not guaranteed at... with tortorella you're not guaranteed you're not anything guaranteed there. anything with tortorella but he doesn't have like a no move contract, does he? No, so he's 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 sitting on the whatever the team decides is best to do. He's going where they say. Wow. That would be for me worst case for him uh, mm-hmm. because That's, he's not. Can you imagine? He's not an effort he's player. He's not careful no. what you wish for. Mm-mm. Yep, very much so. He's gonna yeah, he's gonna hate his life. I'm just looking here at Columbus's um, record this season so far. They literally have one win. You know what? We might see a Babcock situation happen here. Could I, be. I wouldn't be shocked, but uh, I think I think what's gonna what you're gonna see is Dubois will get moved, and it's gonna be a splash of a trade, and it's gonna be shaken up, and then see if it changes th- anything. Yeah, and if it doesn't, Tortorella's on a short leash at that point. Gone. You, you've cost us our 
number one center, future number one center and, and budding superstar. Uh, yeah. you, but you best show some results or you are out the door. So well, a lot like the, uh, Babcock, he is a very decorated coach, national mm-hmm. coach. It's like Torrell is team USA yeah. all the time. That's what I'm thinking. He it's, he's paid. like the U S version of Babcock. <laughs> yeah, he's, and it's and about to go he, down. He coaches that old school kind of hockey where it's like yeah. bullying essentially somebody and you know, I won't say bullying, but. Yeah, essentially bullying. Don't say bullying, but yeah. As soon as I said that, the word Mitch Mariner came in my mind of what happened. And um, I feel like, yeah, Torts could be I'm on the to, chopping block. He's trying to teach with aggression. You know, it's. Yeah, and it's just, it's not it's happening. It's a rough way did to you, do it. Did you see the response to um, his article with uh, Pierre Lebrun? Or I think it was, was it Pierre? Ooh, Babcock, you, yeah. Yeah, but did you see um, Johan? Yeah. Uh, did you see his response to that? Like pretty much calling him out, like you're a piece of shit. And no, yeah. I thought you're I thought Jeff O'Neill's Jeff O'Neill's synopsis on it tonight was bang on. When the, when the the panel were talking about whether Mike Babcock ends up back in the NHL or not, and everyone yeah. said, oh yeah, maybe 20, 20, 22, 23, whatever. And, and O'Neill's like, no, never. No, NHL is too small. Uh, if you want to know what a coach is like, you only got to pick up the phone. And if you're going to pick up the phone, why not call some of the best young stars in the league and Marner Matthews? He'll he's, tell you. he's got a bad rep and that's not going he, to go away. He interviewed for a coaching position this offseason. I forget for what team. Was that Buffalo? Um, Washington, wasn't it? Pretty sure it was Washington's t- uh, coaching position. They said that in that huh. article I read the other day. Oh, and so obviously, Yeah, he didn't get it. <laughs> so there's a reason. And and then he asked him about um, potentially, I guess, coaching team for Team Canada in the Olympics. He was like, "Oh, wouldn't that be nice?" So, but for somebody else, he's saying that's going to be a great uh, opportunity for some young coach in the NHL. So he essentially said, "Like, no, I won't be doing that." I suppose, but he never ruled out whether he'd come back to the NHL. I just don't think he'd be wanted in the NHL. I, I really don't think so. The only way, the only way I envision uh, Babcock coming as back, uh, as, I don't know, I see him making a splash as a coach as if. You find a team where the GM is on the hot seat and he's desperate to make a move. And he says, uh, 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 I need, I need someone to come in here and fix this for me, for me, fix my problems. Uh, I need someone who's a proven winner. Uh, whip, uh, it, whip it into shape. Yeah. Look, the difference try, is the young kids never grew up Perhaps. with coaches like this. The veterans have the young yes. kids. And which is like, this is what's taking over now is the younger early twenties. They didn't yes. grow up with coaches like this. Like They're a total different generation. Even so the kids, you know, you're not going to get the group. It's yeah. it's a totally different coaching style. It's a totally different playing style. Everything is different now. Everything. That's so, right. I mean, you, you have to adapt to that change. And Babcock was refusing to do that. He he didn't want to do that. And I feel like mm-hmm. Tortorella is the same situation. Yep. He's made a big career out of being that. Yeah. And it worked. Yes, it worked for years but not with these young guys not with these young guys and it's not going to fly i mean sheldon keeps the door are going to take over john cooper's those guys who know how to know how to communicate know how well-spoken articulated right there a lot a lot of a lot of the kids that are coming through now too aside from being uh star players a lot of them have been star students they're not dummies you don't need to talk to them like they're children right no uh you've got got players with high school diplomas college degrees Univers- degrees you know yeah it's not these, these guys not are not are not idiots they, 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 no. they 
the days of pushing through a star player to the NHL just look at the, the puck, it's over. The contract negotiations will reflect that. I mean, yeah. they're taking the reins now, right? They're standing oh, up. Yeah. They're yeah. they're making money before they even prove themselves. Well, just look at all the other sports. Like uh, hockey was kind of late to that game. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean, football been for years. That was inevitable. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. It's with the times. Get with the times, man. Why don't we yep. talk about? I don't want to cut you guys off, but I, I got no. another issue just just sprung to mind. Why don't we talk about? Uh, we've seen a few upsets lately in the league. Some. Uh, wow! Some... Last night was rough. Yeah. Paul must be uh, hurting if anybody's getting this stuff right. Oh yeah. my god! Someone's making loot. How does LA beat Colorado? I don't know. And any know, on any planet. Any planet is true, and I mean, even on the TSN radio, I'm sure you heard it because you guys watch it too. But yesterday, you know, you hear the bets, and it's like, take uh, take Colorado to win, and every, and it's just like so, you know. And I'm like, yeah, Colorado's so gonna win tonight. And then I watched the highlights this morning and i was just like what how what happened you wouldn't want to see colorado <laughs> hit the slump and look back like when it's down the stretch and look at that la game and say really yeah, yeah that was like, the two points we need now you yeah know, can you imagine if yeah if they miss the playoffs by two points <gasps> you don't know ouch you know, one injury can change it's, everything it's it's anyone's game it's the nhl right any 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 team yeah. can win on any night they preach it and uh one of the things i always remember coming up through sports in general i never played a lot of hockey my my stat line in high school was not a pretty one it was like i think i had like 29 penalty minutes and one shot on goal or something shit like that it was not good but <laughs> i played a lot of a lot of other sports not bad not bad no it, it was not good i was not good but um i remember coaches saying what you don't want to do is is just play to the level of your of the opposition and it happens a lot i think we've seen we've yeah. seen that in in the ottawa games where where they didn't put their best foot forward in the first one, at least in, in particular, um, yeah. because they played down to the level of the team they're playing with. And if you're going to be a contender, you've got to, you got to get out of that mindset. You got to, you got to break that, that trend. And I think you set that, the pace, I think Colorado, while they're, while they're a, a contender, they're still young and they still got a lot to learn too. I mean, their superstars are only kids, right? So I mean, their captain yeah. was one of the youngest in, in, in NHL history. So, um, no, it's it's going to take them a while to figure their their game out too. And I think that's what happened last night with LA. They they played to LA's level, and if you're going to match levels, LA can beat you. I mean, they're, yeah. they're still an NHL team. So apparently, yep. Yeah. yep, they're quite capable of scoring goals and saving. So Anything that was their that was their first win too. Hey, so like they came out guns blazing. Yeah, they're they're pretty pumped when they're beating you know a Stanley Cup favorite. So good for them. Good for them, though. I'm just what, here checking it out. Dowdy got a goal. Nice. Yeah. Alex Iofalo. He's going to be a good little player. It's Iofalo. I've been following him a bit. He's going to be good. But what's leading to this, guys? I mean, like, here we are with, with teams getting upset this early in the season. What's what's your take, Chad? What do you think leading to this? Um, probably lack of, lack of exhibition. You know, nobody's yeah. got a chance to gel. So you're going to have nights where you're going to kind of lose chemistry kind of easily because you never really solidified it yet. So yeah. I think like an exhibition and just getting your feet wet and just jumping right in the deep end, it's uh, you're going to have some follies in there. And I don't want to see that decide anybody's season either at the end. No. Like I said, you don't want Colorado looking back at that LA game because all of a sudden uh, St. Louis and Hoffman heat up and, you know, start blowing away the stats and you're fighting for position all of a sudden. So it's, 
No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. That's a really good take. Um, I mean, some of these teams only are three and four games in. Like, like you said, it, it's they're still essentially playing what what it feels like to them an exhibition game, and if they're not even really gelling together yet. Just like Chad said, I I can agree. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, I got nothing further to add. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about tonight? I'm all ears if you are, but that's it. For no, me. no, I feel just like watching the. I just keep my eyes on uh, Twitter for the Dubois trade, and I'm hoping he doesn't end up in Montreal. I know. Because I will never sleep again if he ends up in Montreal. I can't handle Habs fans if he does. Like, well, the only thing is, who would they have to give up, though? They would have to give up somebody big. I don't know. That that big big forward, that driving forward up front that can score, they've been missing that for a very long time. They need them. Would they trade Josh Anderson back? I don't think that would be hilarious, but no. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't think uh, anyway. I don't think Columbus would take him. Anyways, come on, yeah. Winnipeg, or and poor Line A, but come on, Winnipeg. I know. I almost don't want it to happen because I know Line A would not be a great fit. Like, and I feel like that might be the one thing even stopping Winnipeg, or I mean, not Winnipeg, from um, Columbus from even wanting to make that trade if they know Line A's, you know, reputation for this young punk kind of dude who essentially don't give a shit you know that's gonna be a good match i got a question for you one question that comes to mind because we're talking about this uh we talked about who 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 could this one give up who could that one give up we've been kicking around beating around the bush here all night in a world where there was no cap there was no cap strap and we weren't where we are who in your top six with the leafs would you consider moving for a player like pierre luc dubois or is there one? Oh. You can't say Jimmy VC because he's only making 750000 He's not a top six Yeah, <laughs> he's not. He can't even. Like, I can't even say Hyman. No, because Hyman's not a center. Like, he's he's a centerman. So, it would only be essentially John Tavares or Austin Matthews if you're, if you're only saying top six. Well, yes and no, unless you brought a guy like that in. Purple. Would you? I mean, a big guy oh. like him can easily play the wing easily and, and wow. be a if, power forward what if what like- if freddie was going over and corpusello and what if you know what if there's a defenseman in the mix let's, let's make I this like really it. interesting oh god now, we're, like going on, now we're going on a rabbit hole on that note guys we're going to start <laughs> yeah let's go oh, to bed it is terrible. now what time in newfoundland guys quarter after 12 oh my god 12, newfoundland so time for all you nice. mainlanders we suffer through yeah. here on the east coast oh goodness all right, guys. Well, right. Uh, if you like what you've seen, yeah, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Boom, boom, down there. Down below. Uh, follow us on uh, on Facebook at uh, Facebook slash DeekSnipeSelly or DeekSnipeSelly.ca. Uh, big thanks to Kylie Mern, uh, Chad Newman, and myself for now. Peace out. Cheers. See you next time.